Hi, this is James Devine, and I am an educator who has come out of the trenches. Listen in as my friend and colleague Dana Goodyear shares stories and tips from other educators who have come out of the trenches. Welcome to the Out of the Trenches podcast. This is Dana Goodyear. Thanks for listening. My next guests are Destiny Wagner and Chris Thurston. Destiny is a chief education nerd at EdTech Nerds. She is an educator with over 20 years experience as both a classroom teacher in physics and instructional technology coach. With a proven record of creating and delivering professional development, presenting at numerous national conferences and focusing on staff wellness, her goal is to leverage expertise to help educators succeed in achieving their objectives while maintaining an effective work-life balance and to overcome the struggle with burnout that has become all too common in recent years. She is developing a workshop series around addressing educator burnout with school administrators towards her 500-hour yoga teacher training. Chris Thurston is a chief technology nerd <laughs> and a tech director at a fixer of the bro herder of the cats, untangler of wires, and semi-pro yoga model. <laughs> After 22 years of experience in education technology, Chris has learned that change is the soul of the game. Starting with computer labs and moving to one-on-one, he has um, learned that change remains constant with EduTech. He believes that it is now taking us back to the concept of one-on-one, but this time it means something completely different. Through purposeful use of the right technologies, teachers can focus on building relationships, meeting each and every student where they're at, driving engagement and empowering lifelong learners each with a goal of feeling like they have a one-on-one student-teacher ratio in every class. Chris recently completed a three-year term as a technology chair on the Prince of Peace Catholic School Advisory Committee. He's currently serving as Director of Technology at John Paul II High School. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Hi, thank you. (laughs) Well, I'll start off with uh, Destiny. Tell me about a time when you were in the trenches and managed to call out. So my trench story um, actually happened a couple of years ago. I, after over 20 years in the classroom and trying to do the dual role of teaching AP physics and being an instructional technology coach, I made the difficult decision to actually walk away. Um, I needed time to just recoup and rebuild and really focus on my mental and spiritual well-being. Um, It got to be a little too much, so... It was a really difficult decision, but I needed to step away for a little bit. And during that time since then, I really recognized how much I miss working with teachers. And that is my focus. I don't want to have other teachers reach that same point that I did. And so trying to climb my way back out of those trenches and having that purpose of helping other teachers um, find that work-life balance and not have to have that burnout that I did. And we'll talk a little bit later um, in the podcast. I'm really interested in hearing about the yoga teacher training and how you're developing that workshop as well. So we can dive more into that. I'll ask you, Chris, as well, about a time when you were in the trenches and managed to call out. Uh, my whole career is is in and out of the trenches. It's <laughs> uh, um, and like for me being a you know technology director at a school and having done technology support for other school districts. Uh, it's all about getting buy-in from the teachers. So, you know, a normal teacher in a classroom has, 
you know, they're 120 students. Well, I have all of the faculty and staff as my students. So, so my trenches are getting the buy-in from the teachers to make the changes and learn and grow and, and take advantage of the resources and the tools that are available. So, so for me, it's, it's some days are good days and some days are bad days. And, you know, sometimes it sticks and takes, and sometimes it doesn't, but, but the, uh, um, it's always great when I finally get the buy-in and I get the teachers that see the brilliant idea and come to the conferences with us and, uh, and, and, and then really embrace it and embrace the culture that comes with it and, and, and then really start to drive forward. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like you, I read in your bio, there's so many changes. It's just making sure people embrace those changes in technology, yeah. and, you know, get the support they need if there's something new. Yeah. So um, I'd like to highlight um, just how EdTech Nerds got started. Uh, you said it was just recently in November of 2022. And uh, really, what EdTech Nerds is? So, for us, it started off as Destiny and I starting to present together at conferences and realizing that we really work well together and feed off of each other in building programs and 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 finding the things that actually work in classrooms. So, for us, it you know, that, that sync actually works really, really well. And so we have a tendency to finish, finish, finish each other's sentences and, <laughs> and fill in when we're presenting on the fly, it just works. And so uh, moving that forward and, you know, destiny worked for me as far as the ed tech part goes here at JP2, but then she's, but then she got burnt out and we couldn't offer her the full-time position just doing the ed tech stuff. So she ended up leaving and which has actually been really beneficial for her. And it's actually given me a different perspective as well. Preventing that teacher burnout and her developing, cultivating calm and moving through and building her yoga training and specialty has really helped us focus on using the technology and stuff to get past that, feeling of one more thing and getting loaded on and loaded on and and finding better ways to do things new ways to do things uh that are more efficient and effective so yeah and like chris said i mean our skill sets really complement each other um we sometimes joke that he's the one that makes things work and i'm the one that makes things look pretty but he has all of those skills that um you know are behind the scenes that as a technology director, having you know different experiences and really supporting the teachers and finding the tools that they need versus my classroom experience and helping the teachers actually implement those tools and how can they make them more effective for their students. So, um, you know, I got in touch with you because you've been at, um, you know, the, the Texas uh, conference uh, for mm-hmm. teachers. And, um, you know, I know that you're presenting a lot uh, in Texas but what is um, kind of uh, your goal as you move the company forward in terms of working with schools and where are you primarily focused on working with schools? So right now um, it's pretty local. So anything within a half day's drive of the DFW area, um, being able to provide that in-person training if necessary. Um, I'm heavily rooted in Google Workspace so that would be a priority focus. And then also the cultivating calm is a, a specialty of mine. Um, and then we can do webinars whenever and wherever. 
I've worked with schools, um, even out in South Carolina, there's a lovely superintendent that I met at a conference and she saw the value and really wanted to offer that opportunity for her staff and opened up a webinar series for her entire school district for anyone that wanted to join. So. Oh, wow. So um, tell me a little bit, as I mentioned, um, Destiny, about this uh, teacher, yoga teacher training and you're building this uh, series around addressing educator burnout. Is that something you're going to be taking schools that you work with in person or is it also going to be a webinar? It can be either. So um, I do want to get it in schools and really help kind of the administrators see where the front lines are with the teachers and really understand that burnout that they're facing. Um, I completed my 200 hour yoga teacher training in 2020, like right at the height of the pandemic. Um, actually, some of our training was online too. But taking those skills and noticing how beneficial it was for me personally, and then seeing the value of how I could bring that to others. Um, right now, it's been focused on teachers and giving them skills that they can then teach their students in the classroom, helping them develop ha healthier habits and things like that. Um, I have an online course with TCEA called Cultivating Calm that goes through that program. And But for me now, with my 500-hour training, uh, we have a final project to develop a workshop series. And so I wanted to take that same idea, but focus it toward the administrators because I'm not sure that, you know, as busy as they are too, their plates are full as well. So how can I help them address and tailor the needs of their staff to get those skills and find that balance too? Okay, so that is something that you will have available in the next few months, correct? Yes, um, I'm starting with a workshop series at the Learning Forward Conference in June. It's a three hour workshop. And then it'll be developed um, by August for a six-week series. And, you know, schools want additional training um, for me to come work individually with departments one at a time. You know, however that goes, then that consulting is adaptable per the needs of the schools. So you've talked about some of the webinars. Um, if either of you could talk about some of these uh, different topics uh, around uh, edutech. Uh, such as blended learning, differentiation, what are some of those webinars that you will be offering? So, Chris, do you want that one? I have it here if you need it. You have you have the list. I'm gonna okay. <laughs> We've been working on a summer workshop series, or we're calling it a summer cool down series, um, to have something really informal that teachers and other educators can join us for. So that'll start June 26th. Um, it'll be on Mondays for that last week of June and then all through July, um, 11 a.m. Central Standard Time for us. And we'll start out with Wakelet. It's one of our favorite tools. We're both Wakelet ambassadors and use it in all of our conference sessions. Um, and then also talk about Screencast-O-Matic. Um, we've got the Cultivating Calm, obviously, and some of our signature programs, I guess. Chris is really good at blended learning and agile lesson planning. So if he wants to talk about that one a little bit, and then also uh, the last one will be presenting with pizzazz, how to really kind of jazz up your presentations and make them more engaging. So I don't know, Chris, you want to add anything about the blended learning and the pizzazz ones or not? Yeah. Blended the it's 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 based in blended the presentation on blended learning is based on blended learning, but it's more about agile lesson planning and building that digital repository of all of your resources so that it's easy to use them anywhere 
it's easy to use your library of resources anywhere from fully online all the way over to fully in-person with no technology whatsoever. But if you have everything digital, then it makes it really easy to pivot. Um, and so how to and where to focus on and applicable ways to use those concepts for um, for for building out your course and your lesson plans so that you can teach it how you want to teach it or how you need to teach it and be able to change it literally from day to day without having to spend three hours redesigning your lesson plan for the day. This podcast is a proud member of the Teach Better Podcast Network. Better today, better tomorrow, and the podcast to get you there. You can find out more at teachbetter.com slash podcast. Now let's get back to the episode. Yeah, and I'm then, sure it's oh go ahead. Keep yeah, and then and then presenting with pizzazz um is all about avoiding that slide deck death um and dealing with, you know, we've all sat through the absolute worst presentation ever and uh uh where the person is reading the four thousand word essay that's been copied and pasted into 37 slides, you know, like we've been through those. And so how do you make your slide deck um, better and more interactive. Uh, and so that's, that's where that one comes from. So. And as uh, teachers are off uh, when this comes out in the summer and thinking yeah. of new ways, like to engage um, their students in the lessons and, you know, getting more students interested in the topic, whatever they're teaching, uh, definitely welcome. And um, you also have talked about uh, destiny, the teacher mindfulness planner uh, that you're beta testing on teachers yes. right now. Yeah. So um, for me, uh, I kind of took a deep dive into personal development over the last five years and really follow some of the bigger names like Brendan Burchard or Ed Milet and noticing the difference in that organization and how setting up your mindset for the day really helps you to be more productive and less stressed. And how could we take those ideas and skills that I learned, you know, from corporate training of personal development and change that into the classroom. So Chris and I took uh, just different things that we found worked personally for us in our different areas of education and built a daily mindfulness planner for teachers. It has goal setting in general, um, just whether it's for your life or your classroom, and then their daily pages, weekly assessments, just to have that reflection time and that journaling time, and then monthly assessments as well. So Right now, that planner is two months worth of days, and we've got probably um, maybe 10 to 20 teachers I know of that are beta testing it in the spring to give us that feedback and see if there's anything we can do to improve before it gets published. And our hope is to have that published by the summer. And so that when it is published, that will be available for schools to purchase for their teachers. How will that work? It can be for schools to purchase in bulk or individual teachers, either one. And then there will be a digital download available as well. But I tend to have a personal preference for the handwriting just to make that brain and, and hand connection to really make those ideas stick. So, it, you know, it gives people the opportunity to really sit down and uh, think about like what their goals are and you reflect as well, especially when it's that right. sit, sit down and <laughs> yeah. And that reflection piece is so huge because sometimes we set goals and then, you know, the day-to-day -day life happens and you kind of forget about them or they take a back seat. And so having those weekly and monthly reflection check-ins 
just to make sure that you're still on track. And, you know, is that goal still important to you or have things happen where you want to pivot and change and maybe go a different direction or switch it up a little bit. So trying to be mindful of looking ahead and having that reflection piece together in one place. So you all published a blog on your website and uh, something that's uh, fairly new, but you've uh, kind of made some plans on how um, often you're going to publish and what some of the blog topics are going to be. So either you'd like to talk about some ideas that you have. So for us, the goal, it is new to both of us, the idea of blogging, but the goal is to have something about every two weeks and really rotate through the five pillars that we created EdTech Nerds around. So Chris, do you wanna talk about the five pillars at all? Sure. Okay. Um, So the core to it is all, the core to the five pillars is the middle one. The most important one is mindfulness and being able to be mindful and make um, and be present in your day and and make mindful decisions about the different things that you're going to do. And that like comes through everything. That's why like our first product that we're putting out is that mindfulness planner, because that that planner is, you know, that's a 20 minute investment at the beginning of your day and at the end of your day um, to make the rest of your day better. And then, uh, you know, you, it helps you organize your thoughts. You take that that 15, 20 minutes at the beginning. And instead of walking into your office and, or your classroom and feeling like you have so many different things that you need to handle, like it, if you take the time to figure out what you're going to do for the day, then you don't get that overwhelm and you don't have, um, the, like for me, I'd walk into my office and there were so many things that I needed to do that day that I ended up really not doing anything um, just from the overwhelm. And so, so having that dedicated time at the beginning and the end of the day to, to figure it out and then review, um, helps really make it easier to just, to just keep going. And so, um, and, and figure out what your goals are and be able to plan, um, which leads into the other four. Uh, and the first one is, uh, the first is efficiency and being, um, good at what you do so that you don't get bogged down in it and in the minute in the minutiae and being able to like actually chug through and get the grading done and get the lesson planning done and the communication out without it taking you know 16 hours out of an eight hour day and then and then efficacy is a big one too because we want to make sure that what we're doing is actually working and uh, especially with our students and that all of that effort that we're putting forth is 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 producing the results that we're looking for and the other two are creativity and community uh, creativity is is a big one because we work on relationships with our students and we work on uh being able to uh, make sure that you know they're absorbing and learning the things that we want them to to learn but to get them to come across that bridge you know you can lead a horse to water but you can't make them drink well creativity is the thing that makes them want to drink and so yeah. um uh your creativeness expresses your passion on the topic and so um that helps with the uptake and then community is a big one because we just you know nobody can do it alone so we're trying to build community of teachers to be able to help support each other and being able to share workload and focus on the things that we're good at. So 
Right. And with the blog post really highlighting those five pillars as something that's really important to us and that we've learned over the years, um, you know, from that combined experience of nearly 50 years in education, hopefully we've got a few gems of wisdom to share and using that blog as a platform, whether it's with tech tools or strategies and just rotating through those pillars. Um, they'll probably notice that mindfulness is in the rotation a little bit more, but we also have, you know, whether it's digital portfolios or text blaze or wakelet or, you know, some of the other tools just to help with that efficiency and efficacy um, and then ways that we can all come together and, and utilize our own individual creativity to build that community and learn from each other as well. Yeah, well, that is um, really, you know, impressive, you know, how you're building the block on those pillars because like I write blogs, but I'll just, you know, I'll use sometimes a topic like, uh, school culture or, uh, you know, school leadership, but really just focusing on, you know, how can they get through these five pillars. So, um, you know, people can access the blog on your website. Uh, we'll talk about where to find you in a little bit. I wanted to ask if either of you are presenting at upcoming conferences. You talked about the Learning Board Conference. Uh, when is that? And any other uh, sessions, session proposals that you might have out there? So the Learning Forward Conference, I'll be a featured speaker for that one. It's in Irving, Texas in June. It's uh, actually June 20th and 21st. And right now I have that three hour workshop on cultivating calm and helping the administrators figure out, you know, what are some of the problem areas in their schools and how can they be supported themselves in addition to supporting their staff. And then there'll be two more uh, 90 minute presentations. Not sure what those topics are yet. We're still working out the details. Um, and then we both applied to the elementary teacher conference for TCEA in Galveston, and that's June 12th and 13th. Um, they'll release their speaker list, I believe, in March. So we'll find out then what sessions will be available. And then uh, we will, um, uh, we're pretty regular with the TCEA events. So in the fall, uh, in October, there's the uh, Conference for Educational Coaches, um, which used to be their Campus Technology Specialist Academy. Uh, that one, um, I'm sure we will be at as well. So, And TCCA in Houston. Yeah. Also around that time in October. Hey, definitely uh, something for local people in the state of Texas or around Texas to uh, come by and see you all speak at in the upcoming yeah. months. Well, we've had a great conversation today about your work around EduTech, how you're supporting teachers through your organization, some of the upcoming webinars, uh, and some of the work that you are going to be doing um, in schools uh, in person. Out of everything we've talked about, uh, what's one thing you'd like listeners to remember? And I'll start with you, Dustin. Okay. Um, for me, it's the idea of avoiding that burnout, and you're not being selfish by setting boundaries and taking care of you. You know, I would rather a teacher recognized that 85 to 90% of their best, even though it's not perfect, it's going to get you through those next 10 to 15 years versus giving a hundred percent now and walking out the door in a year. So for us, you know, building and giving you those tools and that support to sustain yourself over the long term and figure out, you know, how to set those boundaries and how to really see what you need and what's important for you to keep going is really important to me. Chris? Um, the biggest thing for me is don't be afraid to fail. Try something new. Um, you know, the, 
the often said thing is that, you know, to fail is the first attempt in learning, right? F-A-I-L. But but really, you know, and, and we look at it in two different ways. Here at work, I tell every year when we do New Teacher Academy for the people that we're bringing in, um, I tell them, look, don't be afraid to play with things. And if you break it, then yay, it's job security for people like me. So, so, so go and play and figure it out and learn. So it's, it's an investment in yourself and your career and your students. So. Where can people find you online and connect with you on social media? I'm at EdTech Destiny everywhere. Um, Twitter, Instagram, and then we have a Facebook group called Calm Teachers Use Tech. And then uh, our website, edtechnerds.com. And then Chris, your socials. Yeah, uh, my uh, uh, the biggest place you'll find me is on Twitter and that's at Chris Thurston. That's K-R-I-S Thurston. So I have an Instagram account, but I don't ever post anything there. So. <laughs> Make sure to have those in the show notes. Well, thank you both for being on the Out of the Trenches podcast today. It was a pleasure learning about um, just how you got started, uh, what you all have to offer, and um, the experience that you are sharing with others through EdTech Nerds. Thank you so much for the opportunity. We really appreciate being a part of your platform. Yes, thank you very much. My book, Out of the Trenches, Stories of Resilient Educators, has now been published. You can access it through Amazon. You can buy it at the Road to Awesome website, or you can get it through my website at danagoodier.com. Please leave a review, and you can also access it on Kindle. Check out the show notes on danagoodier.com to learn more about this guest and links to their social media. Please subscribe, share, rate, and review wherever you download this podcast. Tell your friends and colleagues about it. And if this episode resonates, especially with you, be sure to share it out on social media and tag me at Out of Trenches PC. Mm-hmm.